Welcome to the podcast. Um, the idea behind it was to highlight everyday people, just having the opportunity to work with a lot of different people from different backgrounds, whether it was like in construction, in engineering, and just different people I've met over the last, just over my entire life. So every time I meet somebody new, it's always a, a cool story that they have, just like different experiences and things like that. And um, just listening to podcasts myself and just seeing the different things people talk about. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of neat to do that. So that's what I wanted to do. So I was just like, let me give this a shot. And then um, being introduced to the different podcast communities and seeing more and more people that do their thing, I was like, this could be pretty cool. So that that's the gist of the story behind my podcast. Awesome. So when you say you uh, interview or have chats with everyday normal people, is there any kind of specific conversation you have or literally just converse? Usually just converse. Um, I may ask two questions. I've been asking people who they say they are and what's something they gained from 2020 this year, because just last year a lot was going on. But typically I just try to tailor the conversation around the person and just kind of um, talk about what they want to kind of give them like a personal platform where it's nice to hear like somebody else's story rather than just like, Oh, like this is going on in the news. This is, it's like, uh, it, it kind of gets tiring and, and a bit depressing listening to just like whatever is on TV, if it's not something entertaining. So I, I, it's more fun to just, talk with another person and just be like, okay, hey, that they're regular people out here or more than regular people, but just other people like myself are different that matter and that care about things in their own way. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, have you got any questions you'd like to ask me? Sure. Well, I'll, I'll ask you the first question, um, Gavin, who do you say you are? Who do I say I am? I wasn't ready for this question. This is a good question. I, I, I like it. Um, I am uh, a loving, caring, and kind, passionate, empathetic, compassionate human individual. Nice. Uh, also, if we want to go a bit further, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm... Also a leader, uh, I'm not saying that to kind of boost my ego. I just have a lot of leadership uh, character traits. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I'm someone who likes to go on adventures and live life experiences that add meaning and, um, and always challenge myself outside my comfort zone. Nice. I, I like that you mentioned leadership because <laughs> – Whenever I, I was first um, like coming up in elementary school, high school, and things like that, they always 
talked about leadership in a way as something you should strive for. So um, what is it about leadership that you value? I think it's the outcome. Uh, I think like basically without inspiring people, generally, you're not going to be able to change the um, thought of the masses. Mm. So in that instance, you have to lead by example Mm -hmm. uh, and people have to see the results and it's not something that you can force on people. It's only something that breathes through them. If you happen to inspire them and, you know, um, my own podcast is called stay outstanding. Mm. The tagline is it's all about mindset. And that's basically, you know, in, in leadership, that's what you have to do. You just got to, inspire you know and if you do that you're going to change the world uh hopefully for the better if you're not a evil uh, person <laughs> 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 which i'm definitely not so we don't have to worry about that <laughs> mm. um and yeah i think you know the world is always going through phases in its life or even humanity where it needs change and I think over the last hundred years, the system that has been built has been built to be resistant against change. Mm. And I think we're now in a time perhaps more important than any other time before in history where we need leaders to stand up and take us to the new age beyond this systematic resistance. Mm. That's, I like that. I guess with, with leadership, do you do you value action over words or which do you prefer? Well, it's quite interesting, actually, because sometimes words can have a greater effect than action. Hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't say necessarily one or either or is better than the other. I would say that in any given scenario, you could choose either way. But hmm. if you're effectively leading from a space of complete belief and i don't mean your own belief that doesn't sit with other people's morals but you know if you do lead from a space of complete belief that is in alignment with other people's morals and does resonate with them Hmm. um then then you will you will get people inspired i think i think it's that simple um you know you talk about just words well let's have a look at you know Winston Churchill's most famous speech in the middle of the war, you know, I would say that that would have inspired not only the the, the English or the British citizens, but the Europeans uh, to to go and continue uh, suffering great loss to overcome, you know, dark evil, basically. Um, And in terms of actions, well... I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I I I, uh, I might upset a few people along the way. But anyway, I wouldn't be I wouldn't suggest that the best actions of a leader is to pull out all of their troops overnight from Afghanistan when you've invested X trillion in trying to make a stable region, and you're just saying you know the money, and even worse than that, the lives and the time of the people that we've put in danger to protect the global 
community wasn't worth it, we're, we're pulling out. That's not an act of leadership. So uh, there you have it, words and action. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to relate to myself very quickly, I could talk about this for a very, very long time, but I'll just be quick. Um, I've always had a massive thing with plastic pollution. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm currently training to swim the Gibraltar Straits, which is the bit of open water or the ocean or sea in between Spain and Morocco. Uh, it's in the top seven toughest open water channel swims in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not an athlete. I'm becoming an athlete. I've never been a distance swimmer. I was a power swimmer when I was younger, 50, 100 meters. So, you know, I've had to really say, why would I do this? Uh, because in, in any challenge in life, and often it's express, expressed to us so much simpler and straighter in a physical challenge to overcome it, mm-hmm. you've got to have a why. Um, my own physical why was to reduce my limited beliefs or get rid of my limited beliefs around what my body was capable of because, you know, I've put my body through a lot and it's had a, its fair share of injuries. Mm. Uh, and I've said to people historically, I'm an, I'm an 80 year old in a 20 year old's body, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so just, kind of, sorry, a 20 year old and 80 year old man's body. Gotcha. Um, so I, I wanted to get rid of those. And also I wanted to raise awareness around plastic pollution and what it's doing to the marine ecosystem mm-hmm. and how, it's not just affecting that area of the world. It's affecting every area of the world, including our own homes. So, you know, just raise awareness about that. Now, I personally consider the greatest action, sorry, the greatest attribute of a leader is action. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is said, I want to see change. Mm-hmm. And often, if you want to see change, it means you've got to be the change. So, you know, I've started to put things in process in my house, trying not to bring plastic into my house, uh, and just encourage others also, as well as obviously doing the swim and raising awareness through that. Hmm. So, I guess with the swimming, would that be a, a fundraiser in doing that that event? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, and we'll have a uh, we'll have a full fundraising page uh, available. So I'll give you the details of that. Okay, awesome. I would definitely like to share that and get people involved. I, I'd appreciate that. It's an interesting thing with um, when you mentioned plastics because I hadn't thought about it until a few years back. I have family that's up in the Chicago area, and my brother was telling me that they've basically outlawed it in a big part where they, they don't necessarily serve straws in restaurants and things like that, or plastic bags at grocery stores. And they've tried to limit a lot of the, the production or consumption of plastics and, and things of that sort. And even at, at some resorts, I think they've started to do away with a lot of plastics. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a massive thing, you know, 
as a uh, as a as a younger minded self, I uh, I used to love traveling as uh, adventure and uh, exploration. So I've traveled a lot, and um, when I first traveled, everything was in a pristine kind of environmental condition. And you know, in the last ten years, I've turned up to what I've known to be the most wonderful places in the world, only for there to be a barricade of plastic waste or pollution there. So, you know, I think very much for, I think it's human nature, but out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Uh, So if it doesn't affect somebody, they're not going to affect change upon that issue. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think you see it a lot actually with people that, suffer great loss and they go and do challenges like I do and they raise uh, funds or an awareness around that specific loss or area of loss. Um, so that's, that's really great, I think. And I think, I think, to be honest, we can all just be doing more. Yeah. You know, like we are, we are so built into the system. Like, I'm not suggesting for a minute that we should uprise and create a rebellion. Um, that's, that's, that's not what I'm suggesting, people. Calm down. <laughs> Let's not get excited. <laughs> um, I think just, you know, we need to tweak the system quite a bit. Like my personal belief, having seen all the documentaries I've seen, the earth's life cycle is past the point of no return mm-hmm. uh, but i do think with the technical capabilities and human intelligence that we have we could reverse that but we've got to start now and we've got to we've got to really want to do it you know it's yeah. like me doing the swim like i really want to do it so no matter what challenges i face no matter what hurdles are thrown at me I might fail once or twice, but sooner or later I overcome them. Right. And I think that's the same with, with, you know, the earth's life cycle. We've just put it out of sight, out of mind. We haven't respected it. And now there's enough people and scientists and evidence to show that this has been happening. Um, and yeah, you know what? We could all choose to say, what the hell? <laughs> let's, let's live our lives amongst plastic. It doesn't matter. And, in two generations' time, the earth will blow. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But what sort of legacy are you leaving behind? You know, because I think as humans, we are part of the universe. We were past particles of the universe before we were in our human form. Mm-hmm. And we'll be part of the universe when we leave our human form. And is that really the legacy that we want to leave behind? Uh, for me. The answer is clear as day. Absolutely not. Right. Um, you know, I think this is a wonderful gift that we've been given from the universe to have this great human experience, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if we're going to get the most as particles in the universe, that we should allow all the particles to have their own experience, also. You know, like. Why would we ruin that? True. Also, let's not forget, this is this is an incredibly beautiful place we live, man. I mean, you know, there are some unique places, water, um, woods, 
jungles, forests, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things. So I, I just, I can't see just one day human extinction being a good thing. Right. How, how are people taking to, um, to your actions locally? Are, are a lot of people moving away from plastics or are they willing to get, get behind um, a lot of the, the challenges and things that you do from a leader's perspective? It's an interesting question. Um, the reason I say it's interesting is people that I speak to, people that know me, Mm-hmm. are supporting me and I think sooner or later do make small changes in their own lives. But there is, it's such a big tide to turn. There's so many people out there that are uneducated, unethical, and just don't understand or are aware of what the problem is. So, you know, it, this is really about this is really about affecting on a mass level. Like I've always said, you can only affect mindset on a, on a one by one basis. Mm. But if this takes, you know, twenty thousand years, then I think we'll have lost the the battle. So um, it's quite interesting what you were saying earlier about. Uh, about words or actions. I obviously promoted actions at the time when you asked me a question, but uh, my own podcast is unreleased yet. Mm. Uh, but in, in one of the early episodes, I will be giving a very short speech almost, which is a little unlike me because I'm normally just talking, but the speech is based on Martin Luther Kings, I have a dream speech. Mm. And it's basically me asking the audience or the listeners to pay it forward, basically. Okay. You know, to, right. to right. don't give everything you've got, but you know, take a dollar out today and gift it to the to the world for tomorrow. Uh, and I think if something like that could go viral then you know you begin to you begin to change change mindsets more than a, you know one at a time so true it, it's a work in progress it's a massive project it's it's not something that can be done overnight i'm sure it will be a lifelong project because you know there's always ways to improve the ways that we do things and i think uh, that's really the biggest challenge of today is that we've had such a systemic resistance created into us that we don't have any of our own will or our own capacity for creativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, that's what this new leadership era is about. Gotcha. That makes sense. I, and I guess I, I'm not, I'm trying not to ask, um, trick questions per se, but I, I was just curious because um, as I learn in the podcast space and kind of what got me into it was listening to a psychologist out of Canada, um, Jordan Peterson. I'm not sure if you heard of him, but um, just a lot of the things that he says usually around leadership, it it goes into the effects of being able to 
take care of yourself and like the better effect that you take care of yourself and then the little more you can do for the people around you, it kind of spreads. And I know you, you spoke about creating something that may go viral and it's like the viral things. Sometimes it appears like they it's viral for a moment, but other times like there, there may be many people that you've met in your life that have had an impact that you're like, wow, it's been 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And like, I still remember that person. I still remember that event in that moment. And um, it, it's just, I was just curious, it, like what in your interactions with the day-to-day person, like, do you, do you get pushback or do, do some people kind of nod? And then like over time, do you see their habits kind of change to be like, okay, like, Hey, I, at least I, if I don't do this anymore, um, it's having this effect. I might not see it, but it's going to help somebody that comes after me. So this is where we come back to uh, leading by example, you know, like not displaying judgment at resistance, Mm. not showing frustration at resistance. Uh, I think, you know, the moment you start going a bit heavy and, let's say, become the plastic police. Mm. Don't do that. No, 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 no. (laughs) I think you lose them. Right. You know, it's not about forcing people to change their habits. It's about inspiring people to become the best version of themselves. And in doing so, the environment around them becomes better. And I don't just mean the physical environment that I refer to as what's being polluted by plastic, I'm sure Mm. it also uh, better their relationships and their work and all of those other environments that we live in day to day. Makes sense. So tell me a little bit more about your podcast. So basically stay outstanding uh, was created because I wanted to affect the mindset and um of people like i i was in a space myself for many years where i would be like i can't do this because of that and what we call that is a lack mindset and so you know if i want to change the world then i have to talk and breathe and air uh abundance basically so rather than i can't do that because of that it's I will do that and I will do it because, you know, X, not because I'm forced or I need it, but because there's actually a, a reason of that comes from heart. You know, like I think no matter what we do in life, if we can come from a place of heart, we can really affect change. Um, and, yeah, so that's why I called it Stay Outstanding because it's not, become outstanding which suggests you're kind of you know at a lower vibration if you stay outstanding then it means you're at an outstanding level and if you stay there it kind of means you'll always be there so it was really about always being in a consistently high vibration right um and i think if i can achieve that anybody can and the more people that i can help to achieve that the better the world will be 
And if the world is a better place, then we'll all have better experiences. And it's just as simple as that. So from the plastic side, you know, I want to try and uh, influence Joe Public. Uh, and then I want to try and influence Billy Corporation. So there's, there's two kinds of uh, strategies there to, to go down to change uh mindset towards plastic because there's a certain mindset towards it and um basically i just i i needed a platform you know for my voice and not only for my voice but for your voice because your voice is being heard today and for the people who are listening to this their voices because they're going to tell other people and it, you know it was just about creating a platform where Voices could be heard and echoed. I like it. I'm curious who, who or what inspired you to kind of have that, that mindset shift? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I basically went into my 30s. I'm early 40s now. And I said, I'm going to work my 30s and live my 40s. I did a few jobs throughout my 20s. I had good jobs, good pay. I always went up management positions, director on uh, boards of uh, directors and shareholders and all those kind of things. But I also traveled and adventured and explored the world a lot in my 20s. So I said to myself, you know, I do want a family and I do want to give them the best life I can. I don't want to do that if I'm always on the tightrope with the purse strings. You know, I wanted to be able to know I could pay for health insurance, for medical bills, for good schools, those kind of things. So it was, although it's not entirely selfish because I'm talking about an extension of me with my family, the project was just about me. And For nine years, I let nothing stop me. I was unstoppable. Six and a half days a week, 20-hour days. I built a company from zero to, I don't know what the exchange rate would be today, but very approximately, don't hold me to this, guys, about $80 million. And um, some politician at the time made a few regulation changes, and it got harder for us to make sales. And so my investors thought, well, as well as the money we can make, let's take Gavin's. So we couldn't sell our assets. They recalled the loans, which we'd gone past the uh, repayment date, the last repayment date. I couldn't repay those. The company couldn't repay those. So they basically bankrupted my companies and me personally. And, um, you know, they took all of my profits and proceeds out of the parent company and basically you know i wasn't even really left with the shirt on my back i was kind of shirtless for a little while and uh straight after that happened obviously i went from being a confident strong successful you know young male to just being a bit lost i guess you know not really believing in myself not understanding why it happened to me saying it happened to me because 
of whatever the reason was and just, you know, making myself a victim, basically. Um, there's nothing I could have done that probably would have changed the, changed the uh, outcome. And, you know, I think each journey is uh, our own individual journeys and we're meant to have these journeys. They're kind of designed or destined for us before we even have them. Um, and so, yeah, I took a, I took a sabbatical and I went traveling in Asia for six months and I went to Central America and did a yoga teacher training course for six months and, uh, got back to Europe and was like, right, what now? And I went straight off to Malaysia. I got a job offer in Malaysia. I'd never been to Malaysia. Uh, you know, going somewhere where I'd never been before seemed quite exciting on the on the outside, right? Being an adventurer and an explorer. So I went over there. I got to play lots of golf, which I love. I lived in the in the nice climate, which I really love. And you know, I travelled around Asia for work. And you know, on the outside, life was great, but I was still suffering from that victim mentality. Um, and it was only really when the pandemic hit globally and everywhere on earth was locking down. Uh, it's not like today where some places are locked down and some places aren't. You know, that was March 2020 where everywhere was locking down and no one was going to go anywhere for whatever it might have been. Mm. So at the end of March, I, I went back to London to be spend the pandemic with my family. Um and I was kind of just what I would say reacting for all of those years since since the since the bankruptcy, you know, even in London. Uh, and it wasn't until August 2020 when I went on a holiday with a friend. And uh, actually, on the day that we were meant to travel, he said, Gavin, I'm not coming. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, Look, I can't do the quarantine with the kids. I was like, fair enough. Well, I'm still going to go. So I went on holiday. And the two weeks were up pretty fast. And I was like, well, pandemic, there's no point going back now. I was in Spain. Nice climate, beautiful golf, good fruit, local vegetables, that kind of thing. And uh, I just kept extending and extending. And I've now got my uh, residency in Spain, having stayed there since last August, basically. And it was... October, November, December time in the second Spanish lockdown that it really just sort of hit me. It was kind of an awakening. I was on a mentor of mine's uh, program. He's a life coach. And uh, the awakening was if I can't affect the outside world, then let's affect the inside world. And it was that retrospective perspective that really allowed me to look deeper how past experiences had emotionally hurt me and what the consequential reactions of those had been. And, you know, to, to many extents, I'm far from perfect. I'm still going through that healing process. And I think actually if we are growing then we should continually be going through a healing process. Um, but basically, yeah, I, I just woke up one day and was like, right, no more reacting to things. Mm -hmm. Let's take back the reins of our 
subconscious and conscious and drive them where we want to go because you know at the moment it's not happening right i like that the i guess just to kind of piggyback off of that is that one of the what's one of the main things you gained from the year 2020 uh <laughs> yeah well i mean basically yes you're right my consciousness Hmm. Uh, I'm back I'm back in a in a human experience acting and not reacting and that for me was massive but also you know I guess since we've already talked about that if you want me to give another nugget I would say you know I'm I'm from London Uh, I've got a huge network of friends and family here and business contacts and as an adventurer and explorer, I've always, I've always wanted to live in a climate that better suited me. Uh, and I kind of did that with Central America and Asia. But, you know, Spain really appealed to me because it's not far from the UK and I can always go and visit friends and family. I'm actually here now, which is why I don't have my proper podcast set up. Um and yeah, so basically, I guess creating a, 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 a home environment or, you know, an environment that I'm now saying this is where I'm going to live the next 20 to 30 years of my life and I'm happy here. And, you know, to have that systemic level of happiness within your physical essence, but also within your soulful being. Mm-hmm. I think just promotes such a much higher level of vibration. Um, so for me, that was something else I found. I I like that. And what well, I guess not to, to skip over it because I think it's important. I like that. Um, just it's, it's always important, I guess, for me to be able to talk about that the healing process because a lot of times when you, you kind of get bombarded by life and you just have the constant, like whether you're in a funk or you're just having to work through things day and night and it doesn't feel like there's ever a resting point. So it's like, unless you have time to kind of sit, be still, even get enough rest on a day to day, it's, it's hard to think about like, okay, what's happening to me, what's happening around me, and what can I do about it? And a lot of times, even for myself going through coaching and and learning how to um, take care of myself, like you were saying, take care of the inner instead of trying to have so much effect on the external. It's like the more you can take care of what's going on internally and making sure that you're in your right mind where you're supposed to be, the effect that you start to have on the world outside yourself, it it surprisingly gets bigger and bigger. And I, I like that you took the time to explain and express that going from working heavily to being able to um, vacation, travel, kind of get outside your environment and see different parts of the world because um, it's a big world, but also the more you get to go out and explore, the more you get to see that um just like you have people in your own backyard you have people 
around the world that are very similar to you and me, but we may practice different things culturally, but at the very, how would you say, essence of it, you just have like the human experience, the human people, where it's everyone's just trying to stay at that um, at that level that you were talking about, staying outstanding, because that that's that's a beautiful life to enjoy. I, I truly believe everybody's got the ability to stay outstanding. It's just that we've been in this funk, as you say, or uh, however you so choose to express it, that we 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 don't recognise that as humans we are outstanding beings. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's no place in this universe that we've visit where we've found a better display of a life form being outstanding. So. You know, by our very definition, we are outstanding, and so many people are not fulfilling their their full potential. Uh, and it's really about recognizing that. And I think, really importantly, if you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, Asha was talking a lot about the the healing process, as I mentioned it, and we are resistant to change. That's a natural human character. And I think if you want to better yourself, the best way you can change your mindset, become awakened, have a greater consciousness, create better desire, raise your ability, however you want to choose to express it, find a coach you know, or a friend that inspires you, but whoever it is, somebody that inspires you because you need the motivation. And the reason I say that is we are resistant to saying, I need help. Now, we see saying, I need help as a sign of weakness, but actually we only see it as a sign of weakness because we also hear in black and white, I need help. Well, what does that suggest? That kind of suggests that you're at a lower vibration. So actually all we're doing is asking the wrong questions the, the or statements even. And the right statement is, I am me. I am my own superhero. I know I can be better. I know I can fulfill my potential. I'm asking you to show me how. That's a better way of doing it. And you kind of only get that once you've had that mindset experience and, you know, coming from a, coming from a place of heart and asking somebody for support. That's where you're going to, that's where you're going to find it. Awesome. Well stated. Definitely. Thank you for the time, Gavin. I appreciate meeting you. I appreciate the conversation and um, let the people know how they can. um, I know you're going to send me the information, but let them know how they can get in touch with you and um, link up with you online or offline. Sure. Well, I mean, if you want to find us, you can find us at Stay Outstanding Podcast on Instagram. 
Uh, I don't think the Facebook page is created yet, but stay outstanding podcast Facebook and uh, stay outstanding or stay outstanding podcast on YouTube. If you, if you check out for stay outstanding on most of the social medias, you'll find us. And if you want to send us an email directly, stay outstanding podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or of course, get in touch with Asher. He's got my details. I'm sure he'll be happy to get back in touch. Um, thank, thank you so much, Asher, for, I think, creating this time and space to welcome individuals beyond your current network to, you know, A, help grow your network, but grow your kind of um, your, your own self perspectives, you know, because that's what you're doing at the end of the day, meeting new people and understanding people's lives and how they're wanting to live. And, you know, culturally, I think that's, that's a really inspiring thing to do is to get to know the everyday ordinary Joe, you know? So uh, thank you for sharing this time and space with me. Um, would you like to ask one final question just as a little bonus? Have you got anything under your feathers that you <laughs> I'm holding back because I've never met Gavin before? Hmm. Oh, um, not a, a big question, but I guess a good, you may have already answered it, but what got you into podcasting? So basically, uh, my business that went bankrupt was luxury residential development here in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of basically am an entrepreneur and I believe that all entrepreneurial skills are transferable so that you don't necessarily have to stay in the same industry or business. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you become awakened or have an increased sense of consciousness, you really want to align with your truth and you kind of find that truth in your own heart. And as much as I loved what I was doing, uh, it wasn't serving, you know, like I really want to help people to be the best version of themselves. I want to make sure that this environment that we live in, that we call earth remains the beautiful place that we've all had to experience. Mm. And I just, in that world, I wasn't serving. So, you know, I thought podcasting, as I said, was a good platform for my voice uh, for others, voices and actions. So yeah, that, that's, it's funny how things happen. You know, I, uh, I was, uh, doing some life coaching, as I said, with my mentor and he sent out an email to his friends or his list. And it was from a a podcasting guru and the the, the guru was offering a, a, a free masterclass and so I went along to the masterclass and I thought, yeah. So, you know, it's funny how journeys start. It's, you know, you might not think that you were the creator of your journey, but somewhere in your consciousness, uh, you planted those seeds. And, you know, I met my life coach for a reason. And then I received that specific email for a reason. And I attended that masterclass for a reason. And, you know, that's kind of what we do with seeds, right? We plant them and then they basically turn into little plants or trees or whatever they, they're due to become. 
but through nurture, uh, they become a lot more than they were. So, yeah, just I think that's it. Nurture your own seeds, people. Plant your own seeds and make sure you're living uh, from a place of heart. Awesome. Oh, I do have a, a question that came to mind. Um, Go on then. I'm trying Extra to bonus people. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm trying to see how to how to best ask it, but um, with all the work straight. that you, with all, with all the, the work way. that you do, um, how and where do you find rest? I like that. That's a very good question. I will uh, take my hat off to you, good sir. That's a fine question. Uh, I don't actually think it's about finding rest. I think it's about creating an environment where you feel like you're fulfilling your potential. And I think if you can do that, you will become over a period of time more and more content. And it's in that contentment that we find freedom. You know, we release the shackles of expectations and judgment and all of a sudden we are a living breathing organism with a soul coming from heart and i think that is the most powerful thing and for anyone that uh doesn't know how to achieve that uh and they've never tried it or they haven't experienced it or they've failed in doing it meditation uh is the gateway so yeah if you if you want to have a have a have a have a meditation experience get in touch uh, i'd be happy to give you a one-on-one or even we can do a mass meditation but that's that's the single easiest way to get into a space of freedom i'd say and if you can do that i think you 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 become restful because you know the mind is so active today Mm-hmm. or even overactive, that if you can create a space where you can separate your being, and that's your mind, your body, and your soul, and you can just live in soulful bliss, mm-hmm. then, then you find that freedom, my friend. And that freedom gives you great rest. Thank you. So I, I'm happy to have answered the two extra bonus <laughs> questions, and I hope the people listening got great value from them and i thank you for delving deep there asha that was really good i think you know people out there unless they hear this they might not you know awaken to it or be aware of it so from me to you and from everyone out there uh, listening thanks for asking those questions and thanks for being such a good host and uh, it's been a real pleasure sharing this time and space with you likewise Hope to do this again uh, very soon. I look forward to it, my friend. I look forward to it. And this time, I'll be the one asking the questions. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> at All Mind Trading Reps. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. All right. All the very best.